Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swim. Touchdown Raiders! How's everybody doing here tonight? Episode number 102, since we've changed the name to Attitude Era Live. It's probably episode somewhere in the 300s, if you want to talk about the show as a whole in general. Um, but every week, consistently, on the dot, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, we are here on the airwaves with Granny Hulkster, the icon, and myself. Now, I have uh, – I, I know we got a, uh, a big show tonight in terms of guests. Um, I have a lot going on as well in terms of the NBA Finals that we are covering. Uh, we're streaming from Westwood One. So uh, I'm going to be jumping back and forth doing a lot of that. Um, but I will be listening, of course, so I will be able to, you know, um, give you guys some input and, and things. But, um, but yeah, the 2019 NBA Finals, Toronto versus Golden State. Uh, if anybody's interested, um, that is on, I believe, channel ABC. So if you want to like put that on mute and just watch that while we're while we're here on the airwaves, you can because once again on Raw. You ain't missing much. So, anyways, how you how you guys been? How you guys been doing? Well, you know the icon's been doing good, real good. And uh, real quick here before we uh, go any further, uh, we need to send out a sh- uh, shout out uh, and a get well to our friend Doug Masters, uh, who's listening. He's back in the hospital. And oh uh, wow, for what? Uh, same thing. Uh, so oh, wow. we want to wish. We want to wish him a speedy recovery, and, uh, you know, uh, when you come back, uh, when you're ready, there's always going to be room for you on the show, so, uh, you know, don't worry about that, Doug. I know you're worried about that. Uh, there's always going to be a place for you on our show, so uh, 
get well soon, okay? Thanks. Well, what's wrong with the ankle now? Do you know the details? Uh, I think he, I think it got infected. Again? Again? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's been having problems with having that same ankle since they did the, like, original surgery a few months ago. I mean, he's had frequent bouts of um, really bad infections with it, so. Of course, I haven't talked to him for a while, but um, I know the last time I talked to him, he, he had been in the hospital with a really another really bad infection again, so. Hmm. Well, that sucks. I mean, you know, and sometimes you'll get a injury that's, you know, as simple as, you know, just like a broken ankle or, or whatever. It's something that, yeah, it sucks, but it's something that, you know, you put the cast down and then it heals. And then all of a sudden you get stuff like this where you just get those uh, nagging, lingering kind of issues. And it's never fun. It's never fun. Um, I don't know why I'm yawning either, but woo, woo Um but yeah, it's never fun. And uh, again, I didn't know that. You, you know, y'all know him better than I know him. So yeah, we're gonna uh, send out a, a big get well soon to him uh, as well. And um, you know, hopefully he will be able to call us back when he is feeling healthy again. Uh, but I so Icon, what what did you do this weekend? I saw the uh, Invaders post. They they did lose. Uh... We uh, we had a chance to win the game, and uh, unfortunately, uh, our quarterback, who uh, uh, who has been uh, pretty much stellar up until uh, you know one bad pass that you know that he'd like to have back, uh, got intercepted, and they ran out the clock. So uh, you know, you know things happen, but uh, things will uh, you know the sun rise today. Uh, it's going to rise tomorrow. We have uh, our next home contest coming up. And uh, for those of you who want to keep a, a, a tab on the invaders, you can always watch the games on YouTube. And there's going to be a special happening at the home July 13th game. So I want you guys all to uh, be tuning in on that. Uh, it's going to be a home contest, of course. And, uh, my great friend, Bernadette Janiszewski, is going to be flipping the coin. She's going to be the guest coin flipper. And That's there's awesome. also a few other things. There's also a few other things that are going to be happening for her that game. So make sure everybody watches. And then on uh, Monday, uh, the 15th, I'll let everybody know all the goodies that happen. So be tuning in. Our, uh, our first guest should be calling in here uh, within the next uh, – eight minutes or so. I just want to let everybody know who the guests are tonight. Uh, we have uh, Wendy Shivari. We have uh, Sammy Starr, the double M to the double R. And uh, we have Rick Bassman, who is known for uh, he discovered two wrestlers, you know, two unknown wrestlers that didn't really go over in the business. Uh, two wrestlers known as uh, Sting and the Ultimate Warrior. Of course, you know, no one's ever heard of them. So uh, Jim Helwig and uh, Steve Borden, uh, no one's ever heard of those guys, but uh, he discovered them, and he's going to be on the show with us uh, in the ten fifteen hours. So uh, be, be ready for that. Uh, but we're not going to talk to him about uh, the Ultimate Warrior, but uh, we'll be talking about Power Team USA, 
and uh, his book, The Little Big Man. <clears throat> so it's going to be a blockbuster interview with him, so I can't wait to talk to him. Awesome, oh, awesome. Man. Yeah, so uh, it is going to be great. Cannot wait for that. And uh, next week, of course, uh, we're going to have Steph McIntosh, Calamity Kate, and Candy Milo. Now, for those of you who don't know who Candy Milo is, she does a lot of uh, voices for cartoons uh, like the Rugrats and others. And uh, she's also famous for the Marvin's commercials back in the uh, 80s. Uh, where she would stand out in front of the glass and tap and go open, open, open. Uh, so she's gonna she's gonna be a great interview. I cannot wait to have her bring some of her characters on the air with us. So that's gonna be awesome. So be tuning in for that. It's great. How, how, you was, want uh, how was your weekend? My weekend. Well, I was busy at the lodge um, working the door for the dance on Saturday and Sunday, and we did a big health fair at the Moose Lodge Saturday afternoon. It was our first one we've ever done. It it had a good turnout. Um, I'm getting ready to go to Vegas. I I leave for Vegas the 27th of June, and I will be back July 2nd. So that Monday night, July 1st, I will... Probably be calling. Well, I will be calling from Vegas because I I don't come home until Tuesday afternoon. So I'm going to be there like five nights, and I'm going to. It's our international convention. I'm going to be getting my star recorder degree for the women of the moose. I'm I'm going to be in meetings during the day. Not going to have a lot of time to um, see much of Las Vegas, unfortunately. But hey, it is what it is, and um. My aunt passed away Saturday night up in Kansas. Oh, so she was the last oh aunt. She, she was the last aunt that I had. It was my dad's sister, and uh, he had three other sisters. Well, he actually had four sisters, and one of his sisters died. The uh, Uano died when she was a baby, so I never got to know her. But um, so this was my last aunt that was, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get to go to the funeral because. Her funeral's Thursday, and i got to be here for meetings, and um, my husband and I are responsible for the dinner Thursday night at the lodge uh, before the meeting, so unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get to go to my aunt's funeral, so. That's all right. Well, oh, wait, you're not going to make it to the aunt's funeral? You're not going to make it to the show? No. No, I'm not going to be able to go to my aunt's funeral. That's tough. Because this Thursday is our meeting, and we have a dinner that we do the first meeting of the month and my husband and I are basically hosting the dinner. And so I've got to be out there to get the dinner ready. And I won't, I won't be able to, even though it's only like a three and a half hour drive, even if I left like right after the funeral, I would have to really book it to get back before five o'clock Thursday night. So I'm not going to have time. I'm not going to be able to go. So. Damn. But other well, you than know, that, have, it yeah. was, um, other than that, it was just just a busy weekend. I, I'm the next couple next few months are really going to be busy for me. So the weather's still shitty over there. 
no, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of let up on the rain. You know, now we've just been having the hot, humid, muggy temperatures, which I don't like. <laughs> I don't do well with the heat. I would rather have the cooler, fair weather temperatures. You know, anything, when it starts getting above, 70s for me, I don't like it. You know, I I, mm. I hate the humid. I and that's what I'm going to dread about Vegas because I know it's a dry heat. It's you know there there's no humidity, I guess. But I yeah, know but it's going to be having hot it be when humid sucks worse than well having it be humid sucks worse than having having it uh, be dry heat, right? Well, yeah, but Vegas, you you're talking Vegas, you can get up to like 111 degrees. And it's hot. Oh, wow. I mean, it's hot. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll be inside. Thank goodness, I'll be inside where there's air conditioning. But no, I don't do well with the heat. <clears throat> so. Well, you know, I, I, I don't like the. I don't mind the heat as long as it's not that sticky heat. You know. Yeah. And see, that's what we've been having is the sticky heat off and on. You know, so it really makes me wonder with all the rain we've had and all the weird tornadoes and because when we were up in Kansas over Memorial Day weekend we were like right in the middle of all those areas that where all the tornadoes were hitting you know we were like right in the middle of all has there been more tornadoes this year than you've had in the past like recently in the past oh yeah 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 and see I don't see a lot of tornadoes here in Arkansas where I live I mean, occasionally there there are some, but, um, you know, Oklahoma, of course, Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, you know, they get mm-hmm. a lot of tornadoes. You know, uh, Missouri, you know, Joplin, Missouri, they had um, a really bad tornado back in, like, I think it was, like, 2011, and they had mm-hmm. another one here. I mean, it, this, this the show other me one, recent one wasn't as bad as what the last one was I had, you know, a few years ago, but, um, yeah, it's, it, it sucks, you know, but, so, life goes on. So, our guest should be calling in here shortly. I just got a, um, I just got a, uh, a thumbs up saying that she was calling in, so be watching for that, and, uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun tonight, and, uh, for those guys out there, for the single horny guys out there, uh, next week, uh, well, actually this week too uh, with Sammy Starr, but uh, next week, you know, Calamity Kate, not only is she a wrestler, she's also a burlesque dancer. And uh, when she comes to the ring, she does a little burlesque show as she comes to the ring. So uh, I, I can't wait for that. So uh, if any of you guys are on Instagram, type in Calamity Kate, and you'll see what I mean with her ring entrance. Um, I'm going to do that. Is it spelled like – is Calamity spelled correctly, or is it spelled like one of those funky social media weird spellings? C-A-L-A-M-I-T-Y. All righty. I will definitely check that out. Now, Icon. You ready for this? Is she on? Uh, well, I asked you a question first. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Yeah, she is on. I'm going to let you do what you do here, man. I'm going to step aside. I got the uh, 
NBA Finals going to halftime here, so I got to come cover that. But I am I am going to be listening, um, and I will be be chiming in and stuff. So, but first, I'm going to put it on, let you do your thing, and go from there. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she is combatant one of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the best leader of any wrestling faction in history. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Wendy Chavari. Hey, Wendy, how are you? Hey, this is Wendy. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, do you have a line that you were going to say? Yes, I do. Hey, this is this is the one that is spun Wendy Savory. You're listening to the Attitude Era with hosts the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. All right. Awesome. Hey, Granny, you that was you amazing. Got, you got a little extra beef on that. Yeah, that was amazing. So, Wendy, you're is that a bad thing? No, yeah, was that, was, that was a very that was a very good thing. I really enjoyed that. Well, we got to respect uh, our ladies. Right. So That's here's right. how we do this. Uh, once uh, we introduce you, then you go, then you do the the liner. Uh, we have you give a little background about you, and then we interview you. So uh, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll talk to you. Uh, what kind of a background? I've been. Uh, I'm, I'm a I'm a grappler. I've been wrestling for four years now. Uh, I have been trained by some of the the best schools uh, here in Quebec, <clears throat> Canada. Uh, I've gone to Torture Chamber Pro Wrestling Dojo, which is one of the top schools in Canada, as well as the IWS International Wrestling Syndicates, which is where Sami Zayn comes out of, and. I wrestle here in in Quebec as well as uh, in the States with uh, the Miserable Angry Dogs. I'm the Miserable Angry Bitch. Uh, we're going to be touring this summer, doing Rhode Island, doing uh, Maine. Icon, haven't we had, haven't we had some of the uh, Miserable Angry Dogs on? Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, We'll, we'll kind of talk about this. We had uh, we had one of her uh, members on uh, the split personality guy, uh, Mr. H. The guy that, yeah, the guy that talks yeah. to himself in sleep and then answers himself at the same time. And uh, 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 Wendy also, uh, uh, I don't know if she's still with the individual, but uh, he's a he's a man, the rock star. Uh, that no. has refused to be on. He has refused to be on the show. So I put a bounty on, and Mr. H uh, uh, helped give him a black eye and put him oh, out yeah. of the wrestling business for a while. So, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, but thanks for bringing that up. Thanks for ruining that. Uh, we we're going to talk about that later. But as long as you brought it up, we'll just go with it. So. <laughs> So we have uh, Wendy Shaberry. Uh We have, um, well, we have uh, 25 minutes uh, with Wendy. So uh, in your tenure in the business, um, how many different companies have you worked for? Uh, well, there's lots of federations up here in, in Quebec. I believe, if my numbers are correctly, maybe about 15 federations up here. And I've done two in the States. 
so far. And uh, you've been the best wrestler of any of them that have walked through their doors. Well, I'm the baddest bitch in town one way or another. Everybody hates me. I don't know why they hate me. I do. I come in. I do my job. And I look good at it. And yet I get people that boo at me. Well, you know, the icon loves you, which uh, brings my next question. Then we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, So would you consider yourself a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you what the crowd decides that you are? Well, I think I'm innocent. I I don't know why people would think that I'm a bad guy, but I get put into situations. I take care of my situation. If I have issues, well, they get dealt with in the ring. Uh, Personally, people look at me as a heel. Well, that brings me to my next... uh, Sorry to interrupt you. That brings me to my next point. Since you mentioned that you were a heel, which I I, I think you're miscategorized because I've seen some of your matches, and I don't know why people boo you. I, I think it's wrong. But since you classify yourself as a heel, uh, Granny, what do you got? <laughs> well, hello. And, yes, uh, the reason why he brings that up is because I don't like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels at these independent shows that I go to, like over here in Arkansas and Oklahoma, you know, and, and everything. So I have fun. I have fun playing with the heels. I mean, you know, I can help get the fans going, and and I really enjoy doing what I do. And I've been told that I do a pretty good job at it. So, and I'm very humbled by that. But my question to you is, what has been your most memorable match you've ever fa- you've ever done? Uh. I I have been lucky enough to work with men and with women, and uh, my most memorable match. Ah, actually, yeah, I was uh, I was at the uh, REW in Vermont, and I was facing a pig-headed American. I have no issues with Americans. I'm just saying he was the biggest pighead I have ever met. He started shouting profanities at me from this, from before I left, telling me to keep my stuff in the I belong in the kitchen. Women don't belong in wrestling. And uh, I accessorized on my way down to the states, and uh, I brought myself a frying pan to make an example of what I can do with a frying pan. I brought my, I brought uh, kitchen tongs. I brought uh, wooden spoons, metal spoons, a pot. Okay, and uh, in the end, I ended up beating the guy up with a hockey stick. Well, there well, you, you know, go. It's, 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 it's funny though. I didn't think Baron, uh, Baron Corbin wrestled independently anymore. No, it wasn't Baron Corbin. As much as uh, as much as you may sound like it, no, it was. Uh, can I can I drop the name? Can I say? Yes, who I can. But uh, uh, it so. was Dirk the Jerk Morrison from uh, I Dirk? believe he's from Vermont. 
Dirk the Jerk Morrison. Dirk the <laughs> Jerk Morrison. Now, uh, if uh, now, do you uh, have any plans on having a match with him anytime soon, or again at all, or was that a one-off deal? Uh, we've had two matches so far, actually, and uh, is it one and I, one? I would have no or? problems whatsoever getting back in the ring with that chauvinistic pig. Is it one and one, two and oh, or what is it? Uh, one was a, I went over, and the second one was a drop. Okay, so it's like oh, one and well, it's like one oh and one. Okay, all right. Yep. So you guys got to have another one to settle the score. Now, uh, big swing. If you're still, if you're there yet, I don't know if he is because he's doing double duty tonight. What do you got for our guest, Wendy Shabari? You got about uh, twenty minutes. Uh, he, he's well, doing double duty, so I'll, yeah, I'll ask him the next question. Here. Uh, you know, every wrestler has a great finisher. What is yours? What is it called? What is involved? And we'll see if one of us wants to volunteer to have you practice it. Uh Well, I finish, like I said, I'm a grappler. So I finish with a, with a calf crusher or with a stunner. Don't call it move. So. Well, see, you know, you mentioned you're a grappler. So my my question about that is, would you say that uh, being a grappler, would you say that you're a high-flying grappler like uh, Rey Mysterio, a technical grappler like Brett the Hitman Hart, or do you have that grunty style like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'm a technical grappler. Uh, actually, um, Bret Hart, yes, was an influence to me. But uh, I'm a submissionist in the end. Uh, submissionist okay. grappler. So, so, so you have, so you have the technical. That's prowess. right. I trained in. I, I trained with catch as catch can. And if I'm not mistaken, you, uh, you know, you have uh, two different names that you go by. The spun is one, and there's another one, isn't there? That you have. Well, spun one is is. Is like my my name is the one that is spun, and it just came up as the spun one, uh, Wendy Shavery. That's that's me. It's just spun or Wendy C, depending on uh, okay. who's able to pronounce my name. All right. When now, uh, uh, Shavery becomes too difficult to be said, they just call me spun. Okay. Now uh, I did uh, I I you know I did try and uh, call you to uh, kind of go over a few questions. Uh, but if you know if there's a couple questions that we ask, and mm-hmm. you don't want to answer, you know the you know the signal. Just say, and what's the next question? And we'll move on. But uh, I'm kind of curious. Now I, I probably shouldn't ask this. Don't hate me for asking this. But are you still hanging out with the rock star? No. 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 Okay. Just like every wrestling couple, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Okay, so you're All so Obviously, you're the better of the two, obviously. Well, not to toot my own horn. Okay. So, He's a actually, no, I don't, I don't, so actually, I don't feel so bad now getting him a black guy. Oh, well. Things happen. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, so, <laughs> my next question, and, you know, I ask all independent wrestlers this, and I'm going to put it to you. Uh, two-part question. Now, 
being an independent wrestler, you know, you basically control your own destiny. You do what you want. You go where you want. You do this. You do that. You do what, you know, you do what you please. Uh, But in the WWE, you know, they tell you, you do this. You can't do that. You go here. You can't go there. All this. Now, Mm -hmm. two-part question. If the WWE were to call you and sign you to that million-dollar contract, we know that you can do it because you got the drive. A, is that something that you'd want to do? And B, when you do sign that contract, would you not big time us and still be our friend and still be willing to talk to us? Um, well, everybody who gets into the business has a goal, and obviously remaining as an indie is always practical for those when we can reach the small villages where we live. Um, but obviously you want to get to the best, you want to be at the best, you want to be at the top. So, I mean, personally... If I were to get a call, obviously, I would say yes. And would I stay true to my roots and continue talking with uh, Attitude Era Live? Absolutely. There you go, folks, and it's on tape. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, Wendy Shabari is our guest here. We have uh, 15 minutes here left with you. Now, uh, now, uh, Big Spring, are you back? Yeah, I'm here now. It's the game's at halftime, so I was able to pop back into the studio for me. Okay, I don't know if, uh, I don't know, we got a little, we seem to have a little interference. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, give me, uh, can, can you give me one sec? I, I, I got to fix the setting, so give me like two minutes, I'll pop right back on. Okay, all right. Oh, all right. Well, well, okay, we'll have, yeah, we'll have to edit that out. Uh, before he comes back on, now, I'm kind of curious, this faction that you run with, uh, could you tell us the name of it again, and how long have you been with these guys, and how many is in your group? Uh, we are mad, which is miserable, angry dogs. Mm-hmm. I have been with the with the troop for a little over a year now. Uh, I actually saw our memories on Facebook, so uh, just before calling in, and it's been like I said, just about a year just over a year that I've been with them. Uh, we are five. Four now. We were five, but we're four now. Uh, did you want me to drop names? Is that what was? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we have our fearless leaders, that which are, well, my fearless leaders, because they all are. They're the best in all of their divisions. So uh, we have Mr. H, or Harry, as we all know him as. Uh, we have Black Magic, our infamous flyer, uh, Mr. H, sorry, who is our our psycho leader. Um, and well, we've had him on, so we know about that. Yes. And there's the great Zeke, who is our heavyweight champion in every federation that we go to. And then there's me. I'm the there. There was the rock star, but uh, the rock star had different views on where he was heading, so he's no longer with us. All right. Well, um, I, you know, I hate to say it, uh, but uh, I, I'm probably just gonna, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure he, you know, I'm gonna blackball him from the show because, uh, you know, I tried to get him on, and uh, I found out that you guys, I found out that he was the one that was calling in and threatening me and saying all this stuff. So, uh, you know, 
if he's listening, if he's got the guts, you know, step up to the plate and call in sometime. We'll we'll, we'll talk to you. But other than that, you're blackballed from the show. Now, my question is, with your faction, because, uh, you know, we've had you on, we've had Mr. H on it. I, I'll tell you what, I had such a blast with Mr. H. Uh, I had no idea. Uh, uh, he had, like, I had no idea. I had I'm back. Okay, I had no, one second, big swing, then you can come up. Yeah, yeah, no uh, I had no idea he had split, split personality, so I had no idea who we were talking to half the time. But with uh, the other members of your faction, uh, do you think you might be able to hook us up with them and uh, they might want to come on the show? Well, I've actually mentioned it, and I believe they're actually all listening right now. Uh, I mentioned it to them because I missed my date already here, having the wrong date, uh, having looked at the calendar the wrong date. Uh, the whole, the whole of us were actually wanting to be involved, and uh, they're actually the other two members, Miss, uh, not Mr. H, um, the Great Zeke and uh, Black Magic, are both keen on actually being involved and listening and 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 speaking with you. Well, I'll tell you what. Here, here's what here's what we can do. If we can set it up, uh, you know, I uh, I co-host the Sunday night show too. I don't know if you, how you guys feel about Sunday nights, but. If there's a way that we can get you guys all together for uh, Cut the Promo podcast on July 21st, uh, I'll talk to you guys more about that later. But if we can get you all on, I think we can have a fun time. Well, we are the best faction in the world. So, of course, we'll be there. All right. So We've I got will, lots of I will, stories. Uh, so. All right. So what I'll do then is I will, uh, I will, uh, get, I will put you guys down now. Uh, July 21st, I'll send you the information. You can pass it on to them, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Swing, what do you got for our guests? we got Wendy Shabari. we got uh, oh, about 11 minutes left here. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of I don't understand what's being said. I, I, I don't understand either. Hold on, can you hear me better now? Explain, you're cutting in and out really bad. Can you hear it better now? Yeah. Yes, we can now. That's on now? Okay. I don't know what's going on with this mic tonight. I'm going to have to yell at the interns for not setting this mic. Invent anyway, new material, um, maybe? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. You have, me on, you have me on on a Monday night, and you don't have good material. You don't have – I mean, this, is up, this isn't up to speed. This should be uh, – you should have high quality stuff right there. Yeah, big swing. She will slap the taste out of your mouth, so just so you know. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is, is that um, it's actually an ESPN station, so they they should have the high dollar stuff. But of course, you know they they got to put me in the back studio because you know NBA comes before us, obviously. So unfortunately for that. But um, if you can't hear me now, uh, every you know, superstar we speak with, male and female, uh, have a sort of a, uh, a backstory. They have a, uh, an icon, unintended, or an idol that they looked up to, or they have something that led them into the profession and into the business. Um, for a, you know, for you, what, what was that deciding factor? Why did you decide, listen, professional wrestling is going to be what I want to do, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, go down this path and, and make it a career goal? Because cause that, that's not something that a lot of people – you know, find themselves doing? Well, actually, uh, I do have a, a, a good story on that. Um, 
I don't want to uh, botch myself by dropping the name of this one, though. Uh, but I knew somebody who was being trained at one of the schools here in Quebec, uh, a very, very well-known uh, wrestling school, very well-known uh, past WWF, WWE superstar who opened up a school here. And so I knew somebody, and I was going with the, the person to practices. I had totally marked out, totally uh, froze when I met the coach. But uh, one on one of the practices, uh, the person got hurt. And so I had said, you know, like, it would be fun if I could, like, work as a manager or if I could help out of some sort. And I was told the magic words, that put me into the wrestling business. Women don't belong in wrestling. And so knowing that there's plenty of uh, divas and female superstars, I knew that there was no possibility that women do not belong in wrestling. And so I sought out the, I sought out to find a, a teacher who would accept females and, hmm. uh, I found that person in Drew Onyx at Torture Chamber Pro Wrestling Dojo. And uh, I spent a little over a year with him. And uh, the rest, I mean, I, I, I got some of the best training. Like I said, I've been with Torture Chamber. I've been with IWS. I've trained at NSPW in Quebec City. Uh, yeah. I, I mean. But what made but, you want to? to get into wrestling like i mean did we, you know we were a fan as a kid or was there a particular situation a that made you want to do this yeah yes i was a fan i looked up to bret hart i looked up to okay. uh the infamous hulk hogan the 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 ultimate warrior were some of my favorites to watch uh my dad called him the ultimate maniac i loved him uh and then like during the attitude era when you have the Hardy Boys and Lita, who came out of nowhere. I loved her. Yeah. She was my inspiration to get into it. And then we have Trish Stratus, who's uh, next door here in Ontario. So, I mean, some of the best matches that I've ever seen is between those two females, and I wanted that. So, having been told awesome. by someone, you will no, never go anywhere because you don't belong in the industry, and having watched them growing up it's like i know i can do this and i did whatever it could whatever i could to get there to get where i am today now you um your uh your faction has a uh has a facebook page doesn't it um if i do i'm not sure i'm going to actually search while i'm here why not? Uh, right, I believe I, we do. Because <laughs> I, I, I do thought you guys do. did. Because I, 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 I had made a card for all you guys, I thought, for your faction. Yes, and I we also, do indeed have uh, a Facebook page. The Miserable Angry Dogs. Okay. We do have a Facebook page. Miserable Angry Dogs. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, also here, we got about uh, five minutes here left with you. Uh, if... Uh, our fans want to check you out. You got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? 
you can find me everywhere as Wendy Shavery or the one that is spun. If you search uh, hashtag the one that is spun, you will find me. I'm on every. Yeah. You can search the one that is spun, or you can search Wendy Shavery. If you're capable of spelling or understanding how to say the word Shavery, the name Shavery. But uh, yeah, you can find me on all social media. And uh, if our if our fans listening out there uh, uh, are are close to are, are close to you, uh, do you know when your next match is, where it is, when it is, and tickets are available? I'm doing a free show this weekend coming up Saturday in Point Saint Charles, Quebec. And from there, I am taking the rest of the month of June off, and I'll be in uh, Rhode Island and in Maine uh, starting in July, along with the miserable angry dogs. All right. My brothers and I. All right. Uh, yeah, you know, and I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a picture of you guys, and uh, you guys definitely uh, look uh, pretty menacing, I will say, uh, you know. We dominate everywhere but, uh, we go. That, that's a, that's a good thing, though. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, you you got you got to have the look. You know. And so, we do. who looks the most menacing? Icon. Uh, the uh, split personality dude. Mr. So, so does he look anything like he sounds? You think? Yeah, he does. He, kind of he like a horror movie character. Of, he he kind of reminds me a lot. Of, he kind of reminds me a lot of Eugene, kind of. <laughs> okay, except Eugene was like Eugene couldn't scare a toddler. I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, Eugene was like innocent. Well, no, I'm talking about the look. Oh, it looks like you. Yeah, I mean, maybe, possibly. I, I don't know. Perhaps I'll take it. H is no better. And then, right, and then uh, real, real quick, um, uh, Wendy. Uh, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to uh, hook us up with this or not, but uh, might you be willing to send us some autographs for giveaways for our fans? I did send them. I was actually going to ask if you received them. You should be receiving them today. Well, obviously not today, but in the next couple of days. Okay, perfect. I, Sounds I good. I hope they would be arriving today, but tomorrow right. or well, Wednesday. I, I'm, in, uh, I'm in North Dakota where the post office is uh, – Still uh, using the the Pony Express. So, That's actually you know. true. They use horse and buggy up there. Yeah, we do. So well, and they use pipeline, but that, 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 that's a sensitive subject. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, I will be in contact with you on your uh, on your one uh, the one group chat that we're on, and I'll mm-hmm. get you guys all the information, and then. Uh, well, uh, I'll give you all the details for the 21st of July, and then we'll get you guys all set up. That would be amazing. Awesome. Well, before uh, we got about uh, one minute here left, uh, is there anything else you want to tell our fans before uh, uh, you get back to your training? Don't mess with the miserable angry dogs. We are, n- we, we are just as fearless as, as we seem, and, well, I might be a little bit of I might be small but I'm definite dynamite. So And uh now that you're single you're telling me there's a chance and I'll uh maybe we can <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, she's telling you there's a chance at a restraining order. <laughs> she 
She is one you of the few watch female out, wrestlers. Icon. She might be putting those moves on you. Well, and look, I don't mean few... I don't I I mean wrestling moves. Yeah, she's one of the few female wrestlers that does not have a restraining order on me, but yes. uh, she does have uh, <laughs> she does have my not yet. Uh, yeah, the, the I don't put out restraining my... orders. I handle my own problems. Yeah, the angry dogs have been throwing. The angry uh, the angry dogs have been throwing darts at my picture in the locker room. So, you know. No, 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 no. We have are potentially more important that we do that too. All right. <laughs> oh, All right. Wendy. Well, I'm thank so you sorry. very much. We appreciate it. Thanks, I'll be Wendy. In with y'all. I'll talk to you after the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. Wendy Shirari, ladies and gentlemen. With the angry dogs, I cannot wait to ha- uh, talk to all of them on the 21st. And you I know that miserable, uh, miserable angry dogs. Miserable angry dogs, yeah. Although she didn't and, seem uh, overly miserable, though. She really didn't. Yeah. You know, and I found out, though, uh, her ex, the rock star, is the guy that had been calling up and threatening me. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. A guy has been threatening you. What? Why did well, we hear well, about don't this? you remember we? Don't you remember we were getting those calls? They would call in for a little bit and then hang up. They would talk for a little bit and then hang up. Yeah, that was him. That was him. Okay, but they would talk like that. Wasn't like the prank calls where they were like ordering at McDonald's and stuff like that, right? Like we got no, the other day. No, 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 uh-uh. no, 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 no. This is the guy that called in and said, Icon, I know who you are. I know where you are. That was him. Oh, that was her old boyfriend? Oh. See, it was all coming together. I just kind of played it off as a prank and forgot about it, you know, because sometimes, you know, that happens when you're on radio. And, and it happens when, you're, when, when your show is live. Like, when your show is pre-recorded, you can edit that stuff out. But when it's live... Uh, you know, that's that's something you got to deal with. So I just kind of yeah. said it off as a pig and said whatever, but well, wow. Know, here's the thing, though. You know, I tried to get him on the show, and he refused to be on the show. So that's why I put the bounty out on him, and Mr. H took it upon himself to give him a black guy and put him out of wrestling for six months. So Mr. H likes you. Yeah, yep. So Now, uh, what was the bounty? Next- if you don't mind me asking, what what was the prize on the bounty? Well, we'll talk about that later. Uh-huh. But All right. our next guest should be on. our next guest should be on. Not yet. Okay. All right. Soon enough though, hopefully. Yeah. So, but anywho. Yeah, uh, So yeah, I, I had no idea that was her former boyfriend. That that's pretty cool actually. Now has he he he's kept it. He's kept it to the airwaves, right? Like, he hasn't gotten a hold of any of your personal information. No, no, no. No. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Because that, be, that would be very bad um, in, in, in that regard. If he was able to get his hands on some personal stuff, That's I mean, that's never fun. Let me uh, jump back to the switchboard here. Yep, nope, still no one on. So what I'm going to do is just quickly... Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's helping a she's helping a she's helping a customer right now. So, with what? Uh, she's taking an order. Uh, well, speaking of taking and placing orders. <laughs>
to get that out the way and uh, let you know to go to sharpshooterfunding.com for all of your funding needs. Uh, First Down Funding as well uh, is also owned by them. So go check out either website, whether you're in Canada or you're in the United States. Uh, They can help you with all of your funding needs. Once again, brought to you by the Hart family, uh, who are great friends of the show. And uh, we do really appreciate it. A legendary legendary wrestling family and uh as far as i know i kind of could be wrong on this but as far as i know we are the only family uh that that the um the hearts endorse well not excuse me not the only not the only family the only show that the heart family endorses rather that is correct yep yeah which is which is awesome too because i mean you look at that outreach that they have and and all the people who who know and and respect them, um, and and just the umbrella of of pure talent that they've been affiliated and associated with throughout the years, um, it, it, you know the really the well never runs dry with them, and um, you know they 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 loved what we do and what we did, and we talked to them, and we were lucky enough to get them to begin with, and uh, now we hope to uh, establish that connection and friendship for quite some time here so uh listening to listening to um to our our show in the future here uh and our show lineup and and looking at at what we have uh we've got some pretty big names coming up as well don't we yeah we got uh buff bagwell uh coming back and uh He's bringing his mom, uh, Judy Bagwell, who uh, has never, ever done a podcast before. Mm. And uh, she has granted us to be the very first podcast that she will ever do. Mm. And hopefully the last. <laughs> hopefully the last. Yeah. Not because we're going to scare her off, but hopefully because, you know, we, we just, she just, there's nothing else to talk about. We get all the info that anybody needs out of her, and uh, you can retire you know, after her maiden voyage, you know? Right. So that'll be fun. And I, I can't wait to uh, have them on. And that show? It's going to be great. Uh, that's uh, in July, um, if I am Buff not mistaken. The Stuff Bagwell. Yep. He is nice. amazing. I've, I've got He's to meet awesome. him a couple different Buff. times. I, I love Buff Bagwell. And, uh, you know, we're also going to have a few other big names coming on. Uh, You know, uh, Onyx, uh, you guys remember Onyx. She's going to be back Mm -hmm. on with us. Uh, Mm. uh, July 22nd is when uh, Buff and uh, his mother will be on with us. And, uh, yeah, so. And, you know, we've had big names in the past, too, uh, that uh, have been on with us. And, uh it's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, we're going to have a rugged Ronnie Garvin on with us uh, in August. So he's a big name. You know, uh, I, I just keep, I just keep, I just keep finding him and setting him up. So uh, for those of you who uh, uh, think that uh, we're whatever going happened away, to we're whatever happened to um, Perry Saturn, did we ever, did we ever figure out what happened with him? Uh, numbers disconnected, so I don't know what happened. Hmm. And, uh, you know, we're going to have, uh, Diana Hart-Smith again on with us. Uh, and, 
don't know if you guys know who Jerry Jewell is, uh, but she's uh, she's an actress. Uh, she used to be on uh, The Facts of Life. She was one with Cerebral Palsy, uh, and she was in the uh, Die, uh, Deadwood movie. Uh, she's going to be on with us. So, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, we're we're only we we keep growing and uh, we are not going anywhere. So there you go. Hmm. So, oh, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Bobby V is. We're going to have his son uh, Robbie V on with us. Uh, that'll be in October. And uh, uh, there'll be an update in October, also on the 21st. Uh, we're going to have uh, Sue Ann Burtonson and Mike Braden. Uh, we're going to be talking about my documentary. Uh, the Lingerie Fighting Championships will be back on with us. They're going to uh, hopefully start advertising with us. Jeez, um, uh, there's just a whole lot of people. <laughs> That are going on uh, and are going to be on. Yeah, when are they giving uh, us their? Uh, when are they giving us their commercial? Uh, is while well, they're going to uh, when uh, they book their next show, they're going to uh, have us run a uh, a month in advance. Okay. Yep. So that that'll work then. That'll be cool. And here's the uh, here's the one. Uh, Here's the one I'm looking forward to. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Lane Frost's nephew on with us, uh, Stetson Frost. And uh, he's also going to have his parent, uh, Lane Frost's parents are going to be on with us. And uh, Paige's dad, Paige from the WWE, she's going to be on with us. So, yeah. So, stay tuned, cool. everybody. Is our guest on yet? Nope. Well, uh, well, we got Rick Rick Bassman coming on at ten fifteen, so uh, our interview with Sammy Starr will be uh, truncated. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be quite short. Right. So, but you know, you never know when when there's customers and there's things. I mean, it's you know, yeah. it's not uh, it's not like it's her fault. You know, sometimes customers can be annoying. Right, you know, and uh, a lot of our our independent wrestlers, you know, they do have other jobs besides wrestling, so you can't really, uh, uh, you know, you can't really uh, blame them for that, really, you know. So, anyway. I tell you, I'm sitting here watching this match with Seth Rollins and Icon's not-so-favorite person, and Sami Zayn is the outside referee, and he just kicked the other referee out, and now he's put himself to be like the referee for the rest of the match. Really? I mean, come on now. This is really ridiculous. Yeah, they all, they all suck. They, they do. Oh, get him, Seth. Get him. Just tear him up. Break his little arms. Do something to him. I don't care what you do to him. Do uh. Oh, he's like, he's telling Seth Rollins, I'm a referee. You can't touch me. <laughs> well, I, I, Beat I, him I, up, I, Seth. <laughs> yeah, oh. but they actually can't. They actually can't touch him. And Sami Zayn's the type that will 
very easily. Yep, he's going to disqualify him right now. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just did. He just did. But he's not really a referee, so, I mean, just because Shane McMahon made him an outside referee, you know. And your winner by disqualification, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Go for it, Seth. Go for it. <laughs> now, Sammy, what what happened with Sammy? Why is all oh, there's your buddy? There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, oh, wait a minute. Are we going to see a potential? Wait a minute. Could this be a cash-in situation? Uh, how much you want to bet? I'd be willing to bet money that Lesnar comes out right now. Not necessarily to cash in, but that he comes out. I don't know. Mind games, right? Yeah, that would be that would be awful to have a cash in on the Raw before a pay per view, especially a pay per view that they're really trying to market and promote and actually get people to watch and give a crap about. So it would be stupid to have the actual cash in now. Uh, but you never know. I mean, how many times have they done something that we've kind of you know questioned in our heads at? So. Oh, get you're, him, you're Seth. Pumped. Get him. Ah, uh, stupid. See, I've never really been a Seth Rollins fan either. I mean, it's not that I dislike Seth Rollins. I've just never been, you know, overly <laughs> crazy wild about him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm sitting here laughing at this. I'm like, <laughs> look, here, here's, here's, here's another good point, though. Here's another good point, though. Now, Seth Rollins... You know, if you remember when he turned on his buddies, right, and yeah. destroyed the shield. Now, I didn't like him at that time, all right? Now, I don't have an issue with him. That proves one thing. Mm. That proves one thing. Now, uh, if uh, Kevin Owens ever decides to switch to uh, from the dark side to the good side, guess what? I'm not going to like the guy. Period. Get him, Seth. I don't know. Get him. <laughs> I love it. Seth freaking Rollins. That's right. So what do you guys think no, about... No, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> oh. Well, what do you guys think about... Um, uh, the other former Shield member there, the big dog, Roman Reigns, being on SmackDown. I mean, I, I think, do you think that that's going to have any effect on his, you know, production and stuff like that? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't think it will. I mean, because I think they brought him over know. there to try to boost ratings, but SmackDown has had better ra- better ratings than Raw for quite some time. Yeah. Our, uh, That's our true. second guest is going to be calling in. We uh, once they call in, we got to put him in right away and go right to him. Okay. I'm waiting. All right. Yeah, and I got wrestling for a cause this weekend. The Ryder Cup Memorial Show Friday and Saturday in Owasso, Oklahoma. I got. I didn't think I was going to be able to get to go to it, and I got the message from their promoter asking if I could still bring the shirt. So I guess my husband and I are going at least for Friday night. I'm not sure about Saturday afternoon yet, but that's coming up this weekend. So 
it's fun times. Oh, yeah. Are you still doing those magazines, Granny? Um, they haven't, well, they do the magazine, yeah, they they do the magazines, um, uh-huh. for the VIP ticket holders, you know, and everything, but, uh, they haven't been doing the fan of the month for a while, so. All right, uh, she just said she's calling in, so we'll, uh, it'll be a, it'll be a flashy, quick interview before Rick calls in. Yeah, but you know that no one's ever you know, actually on time. So we actually may have some some more time with her than we think. Okay, all right. Well, what we'll do is we'll just interview her until uh, Rick calls in then. Well, we got her right now, 480. Here she is. Icon, do your thing. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the double M to the double R. She is the hottest thing going today, and I wish you would go out with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sammy Star. Hey, Sammy, how are you? Hi, I'm good. <laughs> now, you have a quick line that you need to say? Yes. This is uh, Shelby Paris. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and the granny hoaxer. Can't say your name. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. okay. Awesome. Well, that was awesome. We'll make it. We'll make it work, and uh, we, we can edit that, and make it work. Uh, so, uh, Sammy, uh, we have Sammy Star here. Uh, we have uh, well, twenty minutes, we'll say. Uh, give us a little background about uh, what you do, and uh, then we'll interview you. So, I basically do a lot of adult work. Um, basically, I'm a porn star. But I also do. Uh, I manage a, a restaurant. That's why I was I was late because <laughs> I have to work a double today, which is also awesome. So now, uh, if you ever need advertising for your restaurant, uh, we'd love to give you some advertising. Uh, can you tell us uh, what the name of it is, or and uh, um, what your hours are, and where it's at? It's in Las Vegas, and basically I deal with footlongs, so you you can guess what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, Granny's going to be in uh, your neck of the woods, so Granny, you can stop by, and I'll get you the name of the she can, uh Sammy, if you can uh, uh, text me the name of it, I'll send it to Granny, then she can come visit you. <laughs> I'm at Subway. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. It's a long day. <laughs> <laughs> Eat fresh. So, uh, you know, I, I, I used to, I used to work at a Subway restaurant, guys, when I lived when I lived up in uh before I moved to Springdale, Arkansas. I mean, I worked at a Subway know, restaurant for a Jared? long time. No, no, I didn't. Oh. But you know, I never met him. But you know, but yeah, I worked at a subway restaurant. You're a little out of the age so. requirement to know Jared, but anyway. <laughs> no, not to Well, Jared. anyway, uh, let's not take away. This is Sammy's time. So, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you know you are an adult star, uh, which is really cool. And if you know, if you ever need a, uh, if any of the gentlemen that you're in the movie with, if you ever need a stunt mm-hmm. double, just call me. I'll be right there. Uh, but how many? <laughs> I always need a stunt uh, double. I'm not a stunt well, double, a stunt, stunt person. You have my number, just call me. Uh, how many different <laughs> uh, feature films have you been in, and what was your favorite? What was it called? Oh, man. Uh, 
I've been in a lot of feature films. My most recent favorite one was done by Curved City. I don't know what title he did it uh, as, but it was a uh, it was very very intense. <laughs> but now, it, I loved uh, it. It was fun. Has any of your uh, the films that you've been on uh, won any awards, like for the you know the adult video awards? Have you have you won any of those type of awards? Not have you yet. been a finalist? That's in my yeah, that's in my plan. Just uh look out for next year. <laughs> so, uh are you currently in production on any films now? Um I have something tomorrow, uh, but it's for like a clips for sale site. Um I don't have anything like with a major company yet. Uh, this in the next few months, they, they always call me, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll go do it. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you one more question. And we'll go around the room. We got uh, Sammy Star here. We got uh, about uh, 15 minutes here left. Uh, ha- do you do uh, do you do the uh, the girl girl thing, the guy girl thing, the guy guy girl thing, the girl 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 thing? Or are yes. you in a whole combination of those? I'm you can tell how much porn he watches if he knows all the combinations. <laughs> Stop looking at my Twitter. That's where I got the information from. Thanks, Big Swing. <laughs> uh, so, and of those categories, you have a favorite type? Um, I really like three songs, which is the boy, girl, girl, because I get the best of both worlds. That's awesome. You know, I remember, uh, what was it, uh, Ron White that said that uh, he was offered to do a threesome. It was uh, him and two other guys. And he says, you know, I don't even watch two and a half men. Anyway, uh, that was my joke for the day. Uh, <laughs> what do you got for our guest, Sammy Starr? We got uh, 14 minutes here left. Okay. Well, first I have for you. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took me a minute took me a minute to find it on the switchboard, but I have it. Um so Sammy, uh what uh you know, I ask a lot of the wrestlers um that we speak with what drove them down the path of, of like why they chose to do that. What kinda got you into the porn industry? Like was there a particular moment or a particular influence in your life who, who steered you in a direction or like like what kinda made you wanna go that way? with it because uh, it's a very unique career path that not a lot of people choose so just kind of wondering your backstory um well basically i've always been interested in porn ever since i was like 11 12 maybe even younger i'm not exactly sure what exact age um but it's something i've always wanted to pursue um basically i got married uh seven years ago Oh, yes, okay. it's been seven years. I thought and, you were going to say seven. Hear me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got you. I, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, we can hear so, you. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, So I was married for seven years, and he kind of helped uh, steer me into that direction and kind of um, supported me in my decision with doing that, which it took until I was 25 to get into porn. Hmm. So are you still married now? Uh, separated. 
So you're telling me there is a chance? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, well, you I never know. Yeah, yeah, there's a chance of a chance of a restraining order. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. So, uh, a customer I've had uh, four customers ask me out on dates in the last two months. Well, yeah, I was going to ask that also. Being in such a public place, um, being being in a in an avenue where you're dealing with people on a daily basis, uh, you know, people who know who you are and what you've done, you know, and, and know your films and know your work. Um, that's got to be a, a big attention grabber for, for you while at work, too. Like, do you have people that come in that don't even eat somewhere, don't even want to eat somewhere, they just want to go in and stare at you? Like, has that, has that happened? Um, in Arizona, a lot of that had happened because a lot of my uh, fan base has been in Arizona. Vegas, mm-hmm. um, I honestly, I don't know that much about Vegas for my fans. Uh I just know that there's a bunch of construction workers that come in in the morning, and they always hit on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's a big-ass thing. So, now, have you and Granny, I, you know, I don't know if you have any questions. Uh, do you have no, any questions I don't. Guys, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you handle this interview. Go right ahead, Icon. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, now, being at Subway, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you sell footbongs. Uh, now, don't take this what I'm about to say the wrong way, but has anybody, oh, like, no, has anybody <laughs> like, ever came in, like, with, like, a, a movie cover that you've been on and say, hey, can you autograph this, and uh, I'll also take a sub club to go? No, thank God. That would be so awkward. But, you know, um, when I work, I'm dressed down, so I don't get as recognized unless you've seen me dressed down. Hmm. So, so none of your, uh, none of your, since you're the manager of the store, the owner of the store, none of your coworkers know what you do either. And how do you keep that nope. secret? I'm kind of curious. <laughs> In Arizona, a few did recognize me, like some of my employees, which made it really awkward. But I keep it professional, just because I don't want to talk about it in a workplace environment. It's it's. It's my personal uh, business kind of thing. Like we we can talk about it outside of work. I don't care because I'm off the clock. But um, I've had to explain that to a few uh, employees um, in Vegas. Mm. I have not had that happen yet. Well, I'm people, saying yet because I know it will happen. People are inherently strange creatures, and they're they're people are are uh, people are terrible beings, and for the most yep. part, um, for the most part, people suck. Have you ever had a, a bad situation, uh, something like a stalker type situation, happen because of your work and and you being now so into the public? Um, I well, I'm not gonna jinx it, but no, I haven't had that happen yet. I it more than okay. likely will happen. Um, I can imagine. But I have had, I I have had. Uh, random uh, sexual assaults happened. Like, just the other day, I was wearing a baggy Bang Bros shirt, but you can't see yeah. that it's Bang Bros. Like, it just has a bust with the, with bat wings. Like, not a lot of people know what that means. Yeah. And this guy just randomly, like, asked me where the strip was, and I was like, it's down the street. And I turned to walk away, and he grabbed a handful of my ass. Oh. And I just, like, yeah, I just turned to him, and I just screamed at him. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's 
not being a girl is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, it, it's got its positives and negatives, I'd imagine. Yeah. Now, in that situation, <laughs> do you uh, do you carry uh, protection with you? Like, not that kind of protection, but like like a knife <laughs> or uh, a I gun. I think she knows what you mean. Anything like that? Pepper spray. Pepper spray. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I do have pepper spray now. Um, uh, I got it about like three weeks ago. Uh, the the pepper spray, and then um, I will probably be getting my CCW here soon. But you know what's you know you what's know, awesome, and, and if you want to check it out, Sammy, like whether it's on your phone or check it out, you know, when you get off the air with us or whatever. There's a thing uh, we actually advertise it here at the station. Uh, it's one of our um, our little ads that we put in between, you know, for the games and stuff. And it's uh, it's actually called Tiger Lady, and what it is is it's it's a thing you hold on to. Okay, it's got like a it's, it's like a little thing that you hold and if it fits the length of your four fingers if if your hands if your fingers were closed, you know. And uh, yeah. you ever seen um you ever seen like um the Wolverine from X Men? Yes. So basically, Who has it? basically, <laughs> if, if something were to happen like that, there's this little thing you hold it in your hand, you know, as you're walking, and no one can see it. And um, if somebody like that would happen, you just squeeze it a little bit, and actual like claws come out like a real life tiger, like a, like, like a cat claw would come out, and four of the claws like. That's like, actually uh, really badass. Yeah, I mean, that, you should look it up. It's, awesome. called, it, it's called Tiger Lady, and it, I mean, it's they're not big long knives like 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 Wolverine and X Men, but they're these little these little spiky but things that enough. come out between your fingers. So if you punch somebody in the stomach, it'll do some damage. But uh, the, the cool thing is. Is that it, they're legal in all fifty states? So oh, you should uh, definitely it's probably because of the length of it. Yeah, it's not very long, but it's enough where it'll fit out from between your fingers, but it's not super long. I thought we liked I thought we liked long things. Um, every once in a while, yeah. I know Icon <laughs> does. Now, uh, now, real quick, uh, have you? Uh, you know, being in the, you know, adult film industry, have you met any of our heroes like uh, Jenna Jameson, China, uh, Sonny, Sam Anderson, uh, Tamula, Alexis, Stitch? Texas? I haven't met, I haven't met the older retired uh, porn stars, but I have met the, um, the, the more now famous ones. Um, you know what I got, was on uh, the other day? Icon, the AVN Awards, the Porn Awards. Have you ever been to that or gotten one of those? A uh, Porn Award? No, not yet. It's on mm. my bucket list. Mm. Well, you know, It'll be um, there soon. <laughs> well, you know, Hopefully. I was thinking, uh, you know, we could do you and I together. We could do a parody. The Icon is oh, Sammy Star. A star, a star is born. <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> uh, you know, and Icon. Uh, I. I I, well, you know, it, you know, it leads me to my next question. You know, you know, you mentioned, you know, you have pepper spray. You know why Mike Tyson cries on all his dates? It's because of all that mace. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I, w- I was waiting to get one of those. So, um, now do you have, uh, so our fans can check you out because, uh, I know that they want to. Uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a YouTube, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? 
I have so I have a Tumblr, a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram, and they are all under oh, and a Snapchat, and they're all under the same name, and it's Real Shelby Paris. And uh, if uh, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Snapchat, so let's say that one of our fans wants to find you on Snapchat. What what would it cost to chat with you for five minutes? Um, if it's one of your fans, if they give me a code word, let's say um, icon, potty. Yeah, let's do icon. I like that. Let's do icon. And, <laughs> I like potty. Oh, it's hot out. <laughs> we can do hotty icon. And okay. uh, and I'll talk to. Oh, I think you said potty, like bathroom. Oh, okay. oh no, no. Potty, potty. Uh, so, so I'm looking this up here on Google. Are you so so your your I guess on camera name is Shelby Paris or Sammy Star? It's Shelby Paris. Okay. That that's my stage yeah. name. Okay, I'm looking this up right now. All right, cool. Not, not to be confused with Shelby Mustang because she is she is a wild. Hey, horse, I like this too. Yeah. Hey, I own a Mustang too, so. You do. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, it's Vegas. Of course, she owns a Mustang. If I'm ever if I'm ever in Vegas, I will search for every subway and with a Mustang parked in the parking lot, and I'll come and say, "Hey, <laughs> Icon, it's going to take you a while." A Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is huge, and everybody drives a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, because of the Shelby uh, the Shelby thing down here. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so good, good luck with that, Icon. Yeah, speaking of hey, uh, we're uh, <laughs> uh, I, I got to do a couple of ego questions here. Now, the Icon, oh, you like to start. What, what did you think of that? What did I think of what? I'm sorry? The the card that <clears> I made <throat> for you with the picture. A you know, card I, picture? I, the card I sorry. made for you, uh, I sent it to you on Messenger, you know, where oh, you're wearing shit. that blue thing. Hold on, I gotta look. I don't even. It's been a long day. Well, I, I uh, sent it to you last. Let me see. I'll, I'll resend it. Yeah, to I'm you. scrolling. Yes. All right. I'll resend it to you. Just because I love the picture. It's <laughs> 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 loading. I may not have uh, you. Know. You said it was a blue Mustang. Yeah, you were wearing a you were wearing like a, a blue outfit, uh, like a blue thong. Oh, and, oh, uh, oh, oh! I thought you said car, and I was like, what? No, no, a card. Card. Yes, I get that now. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. What was your question? And then the other question is, uh, are are you you think you might be able to send us some autographs for giveaways? Yes, I'll be doing that this week. Okay, awesome. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll keep uh, we'll keep going here till our next guest calls in. Uh, if you got a few more minutes, we'd love to have yeah, you hang with fine. us for a few more minutes. So, uh, well, they're on now. I kind of been on hold for about four minutes. Oh, wait, they right. just popped well, off. I'll tell you what. Wait, yeah, they just popped off. They just went. They just went off. Okay. All right. But I, I was I was I was on a different screen, 
and I didn't realize that they were on hold for almost four minutes. Okay. My apologies. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me. Uh, That's what I have interns for. Oh, there they are. No, he's back. He's back. Right. back. 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 All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Sammy. Uh, I'll tell you what. We will reschedule you. We'll get you back on again for a longer period of time for our horny single guys that are listening. Uh, <laughs> if, you'd be, if we didn't, if we didn't scare you away too much, we'd love to have you back on. Yes, I'd love that. Thank you, Sammy. Have a great night, Sammy Star, ladies you and gentlemen. <laughs> Bye. Yes. All right. So if you want to put our next guest through, we'll just go right to him. Yeah, they're on. Do your thing, man. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our third combatant of the night. He is a living legend in the wrestling business. He is the man that has discovered more wrestlers than anybody else can imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the big man, the little man. He is Rick Bassman. Hey, guys. Howard, thanks for the intro, man. How are you all doing? Now, was that not the best introduction you've ever had? That was pretty damn good, man. Yeah, so I think you got big man and little man. And there, uh, by the time we're done with the call, we'll get little big man in. But that was a hell of an intro, yes, thankfully. Um, what, awesome. what, you also, what you also neglected no. to mention is that um, having discovered more wrestling stars than anybody in history, with that and four bucks, man, I can get a medium latte at Starbucks. So there you go. <laughs> now, uh, well, uh, we have uh, Rick Bassman on here. Uh, we're going to take you to the end of the show. So we have uh, uh, 29 minutes. Well, no, we got 37 minutes here with Rick. Uh, now, I want to start from the beginning if we can, uh, and then we'll do that uh, uh Let's let's do this now so we don't forget. Uh, I sent you a line. To, let's go ahead and take care of that now, and then we'll go into the heart of the interview. Okay, okay. Let me um, let me get that open back up. I have it in my messaging here, and I had it open when I called you at. I had it open when I called you at five fifteen, ten fifteen your time on the nose. By the way, I uh, well, I'm sitting on the line here listening to you and Sammy. Just FYI, I was right on time. Even, even well, though, I'll tell you uh, what, our, in, our our intern is fired, so. Ah, well, Don, the, the free intern is no longer employed, huh? Yeah. All right. Um, let me know when you're ready for the liner. All right, ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Rick Bassman. You're listening to the Attitude Era, live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and we'll go around the room here. Uh, first off, I'm going to kind of start from the beginning, then we'll get into your book. But uh, Power Team USA is something that you had started, correct? Yes, that's right. Now, you had four wrestlers, and, uh, of course, the wrestlers that you had, uh, no one has ever heard of. I think one was named Steve Borden. I think another one was Jim Helwig, and there were two others. What were the two others? Well, the the funny thing is, I'll give you a very quick Reader's Digest on this. Do you, do you want the do you want the two minute story of Power Team USA? Please. All right. Back in the mid '80s, when I became, a, I grew up as a fan in the '70s. I stopped watching for years. Came back in when Hulkamania was running wild. And if you remember, of course, back then was all about the the American heroes versus the anti-Americans. Uh, 
you know, Nikolai Volkov, the Iron Sheik, and so on. And so the, um, you know, the call-offs over in NWA and then WCW later. Uh, I, what I remember was, and this sounds sacrilegious to say this now, because I, I didn't understand the business then, and I do now to at least to a degree. I was watching the American heroes like Dusty Rhodes and, you know, Wyndham and Rotundo, the American Express. And the, the sacrilegious part is this. I'm watching them going, well, some of these guys just don't look very good. They don't have great physiques. They don't, they're not very articulate. They don't really strike me as American hero types. So be, being a comic book fan, I thought it'd be really cool to go out and find some multi-ethnic guys that were just jacked to the gills that really looked like real-life superheroes and put them in red, white, and blue and you know, thrust them into pro wrestling overnight to be stars. Now, the, the entire thing was totally ill-conceived because you can't take four brand-new green guys and, and get them over overnight especially back then, but I didn't know that. So I, I had a bunch of money for my first professional venture, and I started throwing money at this thing to go out and find a, uh, a, a black guy, an Italian-American, an American Indian, and a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, all-American boy. Um, no, no uh, If you're wondering why no Latino or no Asian, it's going to sound kind of weird to say, but in 1985, they didn't make them that big. So I went out to look for these four guys, and I found a guy named uh, Mark Miller, who became my Italian-American, Garland Donahoe, who became the black member. Those are the two names you were looking for. And uh, in, in, in little-known and unimportant wrestling history, my American Indian was Ed Brock, and my blonde-haired guy was Jerry Botvail. Um, I fired both of them pretty quickly, one for being rude, one for just being lazy, and I replaced them. Uh, my replacements were Steve Borden, who went on to become Sting, and Jim Helwig, who went on to become the ultimate warrior. So that's how we got started. Now, uh, and I, and I'm not going to go into it because I, I know that, uh, you know, there's issues, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, uh, I'll admit, you know, staying will always be, uh, uh, I'll always be a fan of staying. And, uh, our first guest was a big fan of the ultimate maniac, but, when you decided to uh, start getting into uh, in with these guys, and you started doing the Power Team USA thing, what what was the was the thing that uh, made it click? And then the the thing where you decided that uh, these guys probably aren't going to work for me. What was the last part of that question? Sorry. Well. What made you decide that, you know, this pro- these guys probably aren't going to work out for what I want to do to get in the business? You're talking about the first two guys, or you're talking about Sting and Warrior? Sting and Warrior. Well, you know, it, it wasn't my decision, actually. What happened was they, they left the group. Uh, and I'll, I'll just give you the, the straight-up story, and this will probably be the – might be the most black and white case you've ever had on air of somebody not putting themselves over. And, and here's what I mean by that. You know, in, in business, you know, I'm, I'm pretty smart. I'm very proactive. I'm very organized. But the bottom line is when I started Power Team USA, I had no freaking idea what I was doing, man. I just did not understand the business. And, you know, I put some money into it. I rented a, uh, a racquetball court. I put up a ring. I hired Red Bastine to be their trainer. Um, I put great costuming together, amazing photography, better than anything out there at the time. But, again, I didn't understand the business. Now, I brought Steve Borden in, great guy. He was like, at the time, 
he was a day manager at Gold's Gym in Reseda, California. When I got rid of Jerry and wanted to replace him with Steve, Steve wanted nothing to do with pro wrestling. And he'll tell you this to this day, that I had to spend about three months talking him into it. The warrior, uh, Jim Helwig, was recommended to me by, um, oh, what's Ed's last name? Ed Connor from Gold's Gym. And he was a aspiring chiropractor in Atlanta, Georgia, of all things. I saw his photos. He looked amazing. The phone, very, very smart guy, little edgy. Um, you know, 20 years later when I had UPW, I would have been able to suss this out very quickly. But at the time, man, I just didn't understand the personality. So I made the agreement to bring Jim out. Um, we moved it. We were all in the house together, which was craziness. And I realized very quickly – let me jump in. You said the last guest was a fan of the Warriors. Is that right? Uh, the, the first guest was, yeah. She uh, she okay. said uh, her dad called him the ultimate maniac. Well, I mean, the thing, thing about Warrior Jim, whatever whatever we remember him as, he's, he's a very, very intelligent guy. At the time, he probably had the best physique in the entire business. Um, he, he had his idea of how to do things, and obviously that paid off in, in huge dividends later. But um, – and, you know, it's, it's funny because I know you go on these shows and we're always looking for the dirt. And, and I really do my best to not get into that stuff these days. So I don't want to give you too much other than to say that he was, he was challenging to the extreme. And he, he had his own agenda. And his agenda was to find a way to get trained and go off and do his own thing. And that's what he did. And it caused the, the demise of, the, um, of that particular incarnation of Power Team. Um, what many people also don't know is that we recast this thing over and over for the next couple of years before I just realized that it was an exercise in futility and decided to disband it. So there, there's your, your brief sad history of Power Team USA. But the cool thing about it is, you know, and I, again, I appreciate the introduction at the, the top of this, um, this show. You know, that, that thing, and, and you, you use the word legend, not me, and I would never do that. Um, but the thing is, that's what made any kind of legend I do have in the business, that did it for me. So that that opened, opened the doors for me in a very major way to do what I did later in the business. And that is awesome. I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to kind of go around the room. Uh, we'll let Granny go, and then we'll let Big Swing go, and then we're going to come back to me, and then we're going to talk about your book because I want to get heavy into that. Uh, so, okay, Granny, cool. what do you got for our guest? We have Rick Bassman. we got 29 minutes left with Rick. Well, first of all, it's a true honor to have you on the show. I mean, and I, I too, am a re- big wrestling fan. I've been a wrestling fan for years. Um, what was it like just to be able to work with them, you know, work with Sting and Ultimate Warrior? I mean. Well, all right. I'm gonna, I hope you don't mind if I expand on that well, that's fine. No, go bit. ahead. You, you, and, and, you, no, you, you do what you need to do. So, well, I've, you, you I've, have I've had the, <laughs> all right. I've had the pleasure and you know and the displeasure of working with like every extreme personality you could possibly imagine. You know, the the pro wrestling world I think is like a, it's it's a good microcosm, good microcosm of society. You get every type imaginable. Uh, you know, from the Stings, who are very very nice, soft spoken guy to, you know, to the John Cena's, to the Miz's, the Victoria's, uh, the Ultimate mm-hmm. Warriors, and everybody in between. And, you know, in 1985, 
when I rented that house and we were living together and I didn't know what I was doing and realized I had something on my hands but wasn't sure yet what it was, it was really, really stressful, to be honest. Um, I, uh, you know, I was in a situation where I had recently recovered from, you know, a major long-term illness. I probably didn't have my head on straight to begin with and probably wasn't in the best place to be doing business. And now here I am choosing to get into the pro wrestling business, which you guys know is a pretty crazy business to be in. Um, it is. At, at the time, it was just it was just intense and, and stressful. And then, you know, years later, when I can, you know, go to a WrestleMania and, and watch The Miz headlining, uh, or, you know, John Morrison when he was there, or, you know, Brian Kendrick and Paul London when they're mm-hmm. the tag team champions, mm-hmm. then it's amazing because you can look back on it and you can go, wow, there are some very, very good people that I had amazing experiences with and got to travel with oftentimes around the world um, and help them as they helped me. And, and all these years later, watching them, you know, headlining a pay-per-view is very gratifying. So, yes. so to answer your question, it, it runs the gamut from, from everything awful to everything great. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, we got Rick, we got Rick Bassman as our guest here. We got 25 minutes left with Rick. Uh, Big Swing, what do you got? He, he's doing, he's double, doing duty, double duty. So he, yeah. yeah, he may he, he may not be listening right now, but uh, no, I'm 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 here. I was just uh, running from the other studio. Like I said, I'm doing the uh, NBA final stuff in the other studio, so it's like jumping back and forth here. Um. You guys covered the whole um, – in fact, I think you guys pretty much covered what I was going to ask him. But, uh, Rick, I, I mean, I guess the main thing would be what – in what you do, uh, what's the most rewarding thing or the most rewarding uh, accolade you, you can come out and say that, you know, you've accomplished throughout your career? Oh, shoot. Um you're talking just particular to pro wrestling, I suppose. I mean, you know, there's well, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything really, but yeah, pro wrestling was the main focus. Well, you know, it's a it's a pro wrestling show, so I I can tell you one of my favorite stories, and and I like this one, and it's something you guys wouldn't have heard about before. But um, <clears throat> you know, again, there were you know the the numbers that went to WWE and WWF through through our system was there were 43 people, so, and and a lot of people you guys would know. You know, the, the obvious mm. ones, the Nathan Jones, the John Heidenreichs and all that. Um, I remember being at my school one day in, uh, in El Segundo, and this, this car drives up, and, you know, it's, it's a nice car, and there's a lady driving it. And, and to get to our school, I mean, it was a destination. You had to seek it out. You didn't just happen upon it. And it, it didn't really fit. And then the passenger, passenger door pops open, which was odd because you didn't see a person there. Well, you didn't see a person because it was a kid who was 14 years old and, and four foot ten inches tall, and typically we would never take someone like that in the school. We were taking people who really thought could do something in the business, but this kid was so sincere and so wanting to do it, we we put him in the school, and then uh, you know five years later he was like a whopping five foot five and maybe 120 pounds and. He grew this big giant afro and a character by the name of Little Nate, who you may or may not remember. And, you know, this is back when to go to WWF, as it was called, then you had to be a big guy. Nonetheless, I was able to get him a bunch of dark matches because he, he got that good. He really came out of his shell. He was like, painfully shy. He became very extroverted, but with a good head on his shoulders. Got him to Japan, where he really got over. Uh, this Again, this really skinny kid with this giant afro. But the, the greatest thing I 
remember about him, and one of my favorite stories is Frankie Kazarian at the time was my lightweight champion, and we had just gotten Frankie a WWF deal, and we would do send-offs on our shows. So we had Frankie defending the title against Nate. The finish called for a um, a small package and a roll-up where Frankie was going to pin Nate and then do his, uh, his going-away speech. And Frankie and I and the referee were in on the finish, which was actually – Frankie keeping his own shoulders down and pushing one of Nate's up. So we, we surprised gifted him the lightweight title with his parents there and his family there. And, and that's the kind of thing that I remember more than anything. It, it's, you, you see a kid who came in with nothing and probably no chances, probably had the biggest moment of his life, at least up until that point. And it was amazing to get to be part of things like that, you know, much, much more so than, than doing big stage stuff even. So I hope awesome. that answer didn't bore you too much, but That's there amazing. you go. No, that was great. Yes, thank you. Uh, we got uh, Rick Bassman here. Uh, we got uh, 22 minutes here, give or take. Now, uh, Rick, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying this just because you, you know, you and I have, uh, you and I have chatted a few times, and you know, I'm sincere when I, when I say this, but when I introduced you as a legend. I'm not just saying that because it's you, or I'm not just saying that because you know I'm trying to get a you know a couple extra points with you. I'm I'm sincere about that. I mean, from what you've done in the business and all that is something that our show strives to be. We we want to be number one in what we do, and you know having you on is a step in that direction. We appreciate you being on with us. Uh, we're not going to let you go yet, but I, I just want to thank you. I can't thank you enough for for being a friend of the show now. I hope you consider us your friend. And it's just so awesome to have you. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I do. Now, let's uh, let's talk about your book. Uh, I believe your book is called Little Big Man. Is that right? It is, yes. Uh, well, tell us uh, when you wrote it, uh, how long it took you to wrote it, and uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, its content. All right, cool. I don't, I don't want to turn this show into like a, a shameless plug for the book, so I'll try to do it quickly. Um, the, the first thing to say is the book isn't out. Uh, I had a, I wrote it in, I'd say roughly 2009 to 2012. I got a very good publishing deal with Simon Schuster. And then me being me, which was at the time was very argumentative and always given to ready confrontation, I blew the deal off because I didn't like what the editor and the marketing rep wanted to do with it. Um, the latter being, in my mind, they wanted to make it into a pro wrestling and, and MMA book when maybe just, you know, one chapter of the book is dedicated to that. So it's just, you know, it's an autobiography and it's about the, the ups and downs of life. It's written in eight chapters. The gimmick is that I'm on my ninth life, so each previous chapter represents a life where I lived some pretty crazy things and could have very easily died in each one. And it goes through, um, you know, hundreds of stories. Um, but, you know, to the antithesis of, of putting myself over, as we say in, in our world, is I really examine the part that I played in basically bucking up each chapter. And it's... Um, you know, it, it's equal parts adventure story and, like, cerebral examination of the ups and downs of life. And 
that's pretty much it, guys. So, with that being said, is there any chance that you will try and put the book out at all, or is it just going to be? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually working on it again for the first time in a, in a long time. I finished it in 2013. I was living up in Big Bear. I went did the the cliche thing of writing a book in the mountains, and my back went out, and I came off the mountain to Los Angeles to have what was supposed to be a routine spinal surgery. This is in 2013, and that turned into um, four major surgeries and, and MRSA and staph infections and double kidney failure and dialysis topped off by a couple of strokes. And it really just made an absolute more – nothing made a mess out of my life. I made a mess out of my life, but it put me in a bad, bad spot for nearly five years. And part of my big goal just a year ago, as I was sitting in, uh, or a year and a half ago, as I was sitting in rehab in Houston, Texas, was, man, it's time that I just, at my advanced age, got my shit together, back together, got stabilized somewhere. And once I was able to achieve that goal, if I were able to, then I was going to turn my attention back to my book and work on getting it out. So now um, I'm living on Maui, and I've got my four pit bulls here with me. I've got a regular consulting gig in the pro wrestling world, so I'm working on something very cool there. And uh, I just started working on a book again just a few weeks ago, and it's with uh, it's with three publishers right now who are considering it, and I just heard from a fourth yesterday who may take a look at it. So uh, finally back on it after all these years of just sitting on it and trying to stay alive. And how is your uh, – I don't know if you, you'll answer this question, but how is your health now? You know, I I think I'm doing really well. Um, I'm not where I was before this whole thing went down, but, you know, I feel good. I'm pretty lean again. Um, I'm doing a little bit of training. I'm, my, my diet and my training aren't what they should be. Uh, the excuse I'm going to give, and no excuses are good ones, but I'm still really just getting restabilized. But I, I'm doing a lot better than I was, put it that way, with, with zero threats on the uh, on the immediate horizon. So thanks for asking, uh, Phil. I think we're doing really well. Well, you know, uh, two years ago, uh, Rick, and I know a lot of our fans know this, but, you know, two years ago I had two heart attacks myself. And uh, back then I weighed 400 pounds. And uh, I'm down to 180 now, and my health is the best it's ever been. So I guess you could say we're fighters in that as- uh, aspect. No, it's good, man, and good for you. That's a huge change. So congratulations. And then um, I'm going to give you Butterbean's number. See if you can call him and get him to drop 250 pounds. Because he, yeah. uh, he could use the inspiration. But no, I'm really glad to hear that, man. That's good for you. And you're doing good well, now? Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm 180 pounds. Uh, I uh, I don't have sleep apnea anymore. Um, I, you know, I I'm I actually added 20 years to my life. Uh, from this happening, and I, I like I said, I don't want to go into it because this is your time. But uh, no, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt you and, and interview you now at the same time. Are you exercising at all? I am. Uh, I am not. The only exercise I get, I work in a warehouse, so I, I go. I I walk and run through uh, four different buildings all day long for eight straight hours. Well, that's good. So off air, I'm going to connect you with DDP, and we'll get you started on DDP yoga, okay? Um, I'll, I'll get you on the phone with him, and we'll let him uh, get you started on that. Cool. Sounds good. All right. I like that. Good. 
Absolutely good. So, You'll love it. It's good stuff. So what would you say, uh, you know, you mentioned you have, you know, you've heard from four different publishers. What would you say is the time frame that you want uh, for them to put the book out? You know, like what is your- anything else, these, these things take time. I mean, the, the book is written. It's for the most part edited. All the photo clearances are done. Got an ISBN number, if you know what that is. So a, a lot of the you know, pre-production work is done. So if if I were to get a sale on it, it could be out. I mean, it's really essentially ready to go. Best case, two, three months. But who knows? I mean, you never know how long things. One thing I've learned in all my years is things take time, man. So we'll see. Two year, two to three months is best case. And then uh, when uh, it is uh, when it is ready to release, would you be willing to uh, come back on with us and you can uh, pitch the book again? And uh, oh yeah, man, I, you know, I would ask you for that favor, of course, absolutely. And then uh, you know, also I got to do a couple ego questions here. We got uh, uh, we got Rick Bassman. We got uh, 14 minutes left with Rick. Um, you know, the icon made you a cool collector's card. One, what did you think of that? And uh, Two, do you think uh, that you might be willing to send us some autographs for giveaways for our big December show? Okay, what was the first question? I'm sorry. Uh, I had made you a, a collector's card uh, from. Uh, oh, from that's your... right. That's right. No, that thing was awesome, man. I appreciate. All right. Well, that that might tie into the second question because I don't have anything these days to uh, to sign. So if you're talking about signing the card you made, I'd be glad to do that. Okay. Um, well, then uh, then that would uh, lead me to my next thing. When the book comes out, would you be willing to send us a couple autographed copies? Of course. Absolutely. That would be my, awesome. my pleasure and privilege to do that. There you go. So with, uh, you, know, you, you know, you got your book deal. Uh, what um, is uh, – do you have any uh, immediate plans of wanting to – get back into wrestling or are you pretty much, is that pretty much like uh, another lifetime ago? Well, you know, as I mentioned, I have a consulting deal now with a California based pro wrestling company that has television all across the country. And I've been consulting for a few months now and I'm heading up an effort to undergo a major expansion. So if that happens, I'll be back in, in a very major way. Other than other than that, man, I don't know. I, I don't know that I have that much interest anymore. And it's probably the last thing that your listeners want to hear. Um, it just it may have been another lifetime ago. I mean, man, you know, it's like I I grew up like in a in, in a middle class, you know, nondescript neighborhood, and you know, I'm I'm five foot four inches and 135 pounds at my heaviest, and you know, I got to do things like you know wrestle Hashimoto at Corican Hall and and do a match on my anniversary show that, that Vince did a, um, you know, a live feed on. And it's like, it, it's more than I probably ever should have or, or could have imagined. So I, I don't know what else is left really. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm on the new things. I, I, I love my life now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm living on Maui, as I mentioned with my dogs who, who mean just about everything to me. I'm involved in pit bull rescue. I have an amazing girlfriend who's from Fargo, North Dakota, by the way. Um, that's where you guys are based, right? No. Well, I'm in Fargo. Granny's okay. in cool, Arkansas. Cool. And, uh, all right. You're all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm in, <clears throat> I'm at the home base in New York, and then they just 
they, they just call in um, and I put them on the airwaves that way. We're not actually all in the same room, which is what a lot of people don't. Uh, a lot of people think we are, too, but you no. Know. I'm, I'm too old to understand that kind of technology, but nonetheless, <laughs> I wanted to get a shameless plug in for Fargo, so there you go. But, um, no, you know, I, I like life now, and, you know, I, I, I have fantasies like most of us. I was just a few months ago, or up until about a year ago, training to break the world bench press record in my weight class. And if my if my wrist continues to repair, I may get back to that. And if I can make that happen, maybe I can use that to, you know, segue into doing, you know, one more cool thing in wrestling or in mixed martial arts. I don't know, man. Who knows what the future is going to bring. Um, the desire today is not that much there. I just want to continue to expand upon the, the life that I'm living here in Hawaii now. And that's good enough. Well, well, I have know, to say, uh, I have ahead, to say one thing, Icon. I, I admire this man because I love dogs. I've got two dogs myself, and I love pit bulls. And I think it's amazing what you're doing, rescuing pit bulls. And you know, because I mean, I know how much I love my fur babies, and I know how much your dogs probably mean to you. And I just, I think that's amazing. I, I think that's awesome. No, thanks for saying so. And people probably think that you're crazy, right? Because people think I'm crazy. And uh, well, you know, and, yeah. And it, I tell you how that kind of love bulls, for a dog. You you pit, really can't explain it to bulls, anybody else. Yeah, I mean, pit bulls are the most misunderstood dogs I think ever. And I mean, I watch pit bulls and corollies all the time on the Animal Channel. I love that show, you know, because I love the way they they what they do to rescue those dogs. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's amazing what what you're doing. You know, rescuing pit bulls and everything. Because, like I said, I love my dogs, and that's that's really cool. Thanks for saying so. It's a, it's like a whole discussion in of itself. And I love how you said they're misunderstood. Um, my my girlfriend sitting here listening to the show. She she was nodding when you said that. She got this beautiful white retriever, and when she first saw my four pit bulls, she about had a heart attack. And now she loves them. Um, and it's it's awesome to see people. You know, to see the perception change when they get to know them. And, and you know, as long as you mentioned I'm sorry. Well, like here, well, like here in New York, um, there are a lot of buildings that um, a, a lot of places that you go that you know they allow dogs and they encourage dogs and you know everybody has a dog, but there's a lot of places that have breed restrictions, and they yep. tell you that it is that they tell you that it is a size thing or it's a whatever, but it's not. It's a pit bull thing. That's what it is. Well, so, you know, I, I know you don't want to use your go, – go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, people don't understand, like, what you're saying about how they actually are – it's not the dog itself. It's the, the the owner and the trainer who, you know, anyone who thinks pit bulls are bad at heart is, is incorrect. It's actually the person who's training them to be that way that turns them into, you know, what they've become reputation-wise. No, you're, but, you're, you're exactly yeah, right. But, if, you, if you guys ever want to do a whole separate hour on this, we, we easily could – it's a long discussion, mm. but you're completely right. What, what I did want to say is um, mm. you mentioned a few minutes ago pit bulls and parolees. For, for those mm. listeners out here who, um, you know, who support nonprofits, you know, check, check out Villa Lobos. That's Tia's site. That's pit bulls and parolees. Or the Linda Blair mm. World Heart Foundation in California. Um, or, or Dogs Nation in Missouri. These are all individual lady women-run rescues. They're they're outgunned and 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 out legislated, but they need help. So that's a place to put some time and energy if anybody there has any uh, inclinations about helping others. 
Uh, we got uh, Rick Bassman as a guest. We got about five minutes here left, give or take. We might have a few more minutes, but uh, I want to be able to get this in. Uh, so if our fans wanted to check you out, you got a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? Okay, uh, Facebook definitely is where I'm still most active. Again, must be an age thing. I don't know. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can find me under my name on both. Uh, my website's rickbassman.com. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty active in those places. That's about it. No Twitch, no GoFundMe. Have a Twitter account. Have no idea where it is. So that's about it. And, uh, you know, with the, with the, the firm that you have, uh, we'd like to throw this out to you. If you ever want to do any, uh, you know, advertising, uh, you know, at a discounted rate, we'd love to uh, run commercials for you. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. We'll come to that when we come to that. Yes. Awesome. Uh, uh, like I say, the the legend Rick Bassman is here. We got we only got a few more minutes left here. Uh, and uh, what I want to do is I want to stay in contact with you for uh, you know uh, just uh, send me a message on uh, on uh, uh, Facebook Messenger. You know when you find out more about when your book is released, we'll get you back yep. on. Uh, yeah, and, hey, uh, let me we'll, let me interrupt, man. There's there, I have an idea for how to end this. Do we have two minutes? Yep, yes. Go ahead. All right. So it, in my book, I had a section called "The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly of Pro Wrestling and Mixed Martial Arts," and I went into <laughs> stories about some of the good, some of the bad. Um, in, in keeping with who I like to be these days, I edited out the bad. But I, if, if you don't mind, I wanted to tell you just this is shameless name dropping time. But I wanted to tell you some of the favorite people I've met and worked with over the years, if that's all right. Sure, go ahead. Okay, well, Sting, of course, great guy, Diamond Dallas Page, um, Roddy Piper, and Sean O'Hare, two of my best friends ever in the business, who, who I wow. miss endlessly. Um, Tom Howard, who was my head trainer at the school. A lot of people don't know him, but if you look him up, he's a legend. Same goes for Sylvester Turkai, um, Nathan Jones. Tank Abbott, uh, Mark, who might surprise you, great guy, great friend. People have other perceptions. Uh, Mark the Hammer Coleman, first UFC heavyweight champion ever, who became a hell of a pro wrestler in his own right. Great guy. Um, I have a whole section about the good and the bad of Vince, and I talk about both. But at the end of the day, Vince has been really, really good to me. So good guy. Same goes for Hunter. Um, there's a lot more, but those are I wanted to mention. Well, the next question I have, and, you know, I'll understand if you if you can't, but, you know, you mentioned, you know, hooking me up with EDP, but uh, is there any of those other wrestlers that you might be able to hook us up with? Uh, I'd have to think that through, man. I don't usually do that, but we can talk about that offline. Okay, cool. So uh, we got uh, Rick Bassman here. Um, uh, big swinger. We, I'm sure we're getting the uh, – the timestamp. We got only a few more minutes here, and uh, yeah, I just, they, I they, they want to do the they want to do the NBA Finals post game stuff, so they're going to be kicking us off pretty soon. All right. Well, Rick, I'll tell you what. Like I say, uh, and I can't say this enough. And I, I, it's not like I'm drooling all over myself, but <laughs> you probably are. You're awesome, man, and <laughs> I, I'm glad that you took time out of your schedule to join us. You know, you mentioned the wife's from Fargo. She probably knows who the icon is. Maybe not. Well, probably does. And, uh, you know, like I say, you're awesome. And, 
I just want to say this. I appreciate you being a friend. Hey, likewise. I'm very glad to have you guys as friends. Thank you so much for the forum today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, Take care, everybody. Have a good night. Bye-bye. You as well. Rick Batman, ladies and gentlemen. How can you go wrong with that? You can't. Hey, now, I'm going to do a little break here. We've got a few more minutes before they kick us off, but tell me, mm-hmm. what other podcast has the star power that the icon brings to the show? Nobody does. Nobody. Speaking of shameless plugs, huh? <laughs> yeah. And if you want to advertise on the show, the show is brought to you by Icon Enterprises. If you want to get advertising on the show, if you want to be on the show, go to Facebook, type in at, uh, uh, Icon Enterprises with a Z. Uh, we'll get you on the show. We'll get you advertising. We'll give you a great advertising package. You can. Uh, we'll get you advertising on two podcasts. Uh, Monday nights and Sunday nights. Uh, so send me a message. We'll get you going. Works for me. Works for all of us, I think. And, you know, uh, obviously people who are consistent listeners to the show, um, you know, you would know then that, uh, that we, we run the, the, the heart advertisements twice every week. And, you know, they've been a great friend of the show. I don't mind. I see. I'm used to working in FM radio and working in sports radio. I'm used to having commercials. I'm only see. This show is really long to me. I'm used to having four 12-minute segments with commercials in between. So two hours of straight talking is 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 difficult for me a lot of the times because you know I'm so used to chopping it up. So I'm perfectly fine and used to commercials, uh, and 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 would be more than than happy to uh, throw a couple in for for people who are interested in being on the show. Um, but we will get into that next week. We've got about a minute left here before we get the thumbs down and the intro music is about, or the outro music rather is about a minute. So, uh, for those of you who watched raw, you saw how it ended. For those of you who are watching the NBA finals, the Warriors survived one Oh three, one Oh two, uh, dramatic game final came down in the final couple seconds. So, uh, stay tuned for that. And we will see you guys next Monday on the number one wrestling podcast on the internet. Attitude Era Live. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it made a big mistake. And I can't allow you to think you can just walk away. So turn around and face the piper you're gonna pay. At the end is now. This is gonna be a Yeah.